The best salespeople in the world are the ones who do it without you even noticing. Everyone's a salesperson, especially if you're an entrepreneur. In the I'm Not Salesy podcast, join me, Cassie McKenzie, and my fabulous guests as we dive into the top strategies, mindset, and energetics around sales and money so that you can hear more, yes, I'm in, instead of crickets or getting ghosted. So if you're ready to fully book out your programs with aligned AF clients and have people chasing you down in your inbox asking how to work with you, then subscribe to this podcast today and become not salesy too. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the I'm Not Salesy podcast. I am Cassie McKenzie, your brave and courageous host here. (laughs) And I have such a fun guest today. Now, y'all know what a, or you know, what a like mindset and subconscious mind geek I am. And so I can't wait to have this conversation because I have a guest who is also like, complete like blows my credentials out of the water for NLP and hypnosis and master coaching and all of the things. So um but Bridget Sobis, welcome so much to the podcast. I'm so happy to be here with you, Cassie. Yay, thank you. So Bridget owns the Power and Joy Coaching Academy and certifies people in NLP and timeline therapy and hypnosis. And so if you guys have heard me talking about NLP and, and the benefits of, you know, your mindset and the energy and really allowing yourself to, you know, let go of people, people pleasing. And so Bridget refers to herself as Wonder Woman stunt double and works with the unconscious mind for reprogramming. So welcome, Bridget. I am so excited to talk about like the money and the mind and all of the things today. Um, the first question though. So how, like, what has been the most interesting story that you have around? I know we talked a little bit before starting around like timeline therapy. So what has been like the most interesting case or like most self-gratifying case that you've worked with? You know, obviously no personal details or anything like that, but like, you know, with helping somebody overcome like a major thing that subconsciously has been holding them back. I want to show people what the power I can tell you my stories too. Yeah, go for it. Whichever one. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, with the timeline therapy. So I, timeline therapy is, uh, it's a technique. I would say it's probably like a hybrid of NLP and hypnosis because it is uh, light trance work. And it really is amazing to, at the unconscious level, let go of, um, high negative emotions like anger, sadness, fear, guilt, hurt, Mm -hmm. and limiting beliefs. And um, like, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Um, I don't know if you can relate to those voices in our head at times. The negative ones that talk to us pillow over top of them sometimes and it just doesn't seem to work. I call that the itty bitty shitty committee. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Yeah. So that's, that's the nickname for it. And, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I could even just start with myself, you know, the whole reason why I became a trainer of timeline therapy and NLP and hypnosis was, um, I had, I've been a coaching consultant for over a decade and I've been a coach with the international coaching federation, And I would have many coaches and I've had therapists and I would have these 
like breakthroughs. Like I'd be like, oh my gosh, I finally had a breakthrough. Yeah. And then something would trigger me off and it would be, I would be right back there. Mm-hmm. If not, maybe that right back there, just a little bit higher. Yeah. You know? So like, I'll give you an example. Like um, I went through a really major divorce in 2010 and it lasted two years, which actually led me to be in $1.3 million of personal debt. <gasps> and then I filed bankruptcy um, and all these things. So if before timeline therapy, I, if I were to tell the story, I would be like all worked up again. Like yeah. I would be associating back into it, anger, mm-hmm. like fuel to the fire. Um, and also I was really sick. You know, I owned, I used to own a hair salon as well. And it was an award-winning salon. I was producing over a million dollars of revenue, but there was this always this part of me that like always was on the hamster wheel of worry, mm-hmm. constant constant obsessing people pleasing like that wonder woman stunt double that I've actually retired you know it's like I would do everything for everybody but I get the crap kicked out of me so this constant worry like a hamster wheel so I would say if my anxiety was on a like one to a hundred it used to be like 150 oh my gosh yeah so for years I was like how can I, there has to be something. How come I cannot get off of this? I don't, you know, like the whole survival mechanism thing, like, oh yeah, you can have fun with it. Oh, that's that funny voice again, whatever. Yeah. No. Um, so I had this, uh, I had a mentor of mine and she's like, she'd always be like, I'm a master of NLP. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but I know you're really amazing. And I, you know, want to be just like you. So I researched <laughs> some companies and they were, they're like, oh, you're also going to get timeline therapy and hypnosis. And I was like, I don't know what timeline therapy is and hypnosis sounds weird, but okay. I'm open. I'm open. Cluck like I, a chicken, right? What do you say? Everybody thinks like you're going to end up clucking like a chicken or doing like. Oh, I know. It's, it's, or, or your mind's going to be controlled. Yeah. Like exactly. people really, your mind will not be in control. You are always in, whoever's in hypnosis, you are in control and all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. Yeah, so we're for talking sure. about that too. And, uh, <laughs> but I just knew I'm like, for some reason I had this, my intuition was like, something is really going to change for you going into this program. Yeah. I wasn't even halfway through my program and I was like, am I not mad at this anymore? Have I really let that go? And then I was like, I knew it was a calling. I was like, I, I have to learn how to do this work and certify people. So I was, I like made that decision in my first training of the work. And then after I got through the training, I, I was just having these massive breakthroughs. I got fired by my, my own therapist. You <laughs> <laughs> who gets fired by their therapist? Like, I, cause uh, I would call, I was going to my therapist and I would, she would be like, so what do you want to work on today? And I'd be like, eh, I'm good. Yeah. You know, and like I had a coach at the time too, that would support me on my mindset and like how I would like, what my practices were going to be on certain people that would trigger me. Yeah. Like, so let's talk about this and what you're, no, I'm good. No, I'm good. And then I decided to, you know, end the relationship with him because I was good. <laughs> Yeah, because the the timeline therapy had helped so much that you were good, that you really didn't need the help from your therapist and coach anymore. 
Yeah, like that's that's those that style. I mean, don't get me wrong. Now, now I'm in a place where I if I get triggered by something, it's like I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. What do I have to heal? What yeah. do I have to heal? And what work do I have to do to like let that stuff go? And I have the tools to do it. Yeah. Um, which is pretty awesome. So I will say that was one of the biggest things for me was like it truly got me off the hamster wheel and my anxiety. I probably would say it's now like a two or a three at times if, the, yeah. if it even gets like that. And I absolutely still get my, you know, I can still get angry, but yeah. it's not like it, not like it was like before it was like the ball and chain of negative emotions mm-hmm. dragging behind me or fueling up. And now it's just like, when I get angry, I'm like, okay, all right. What did I learn? What do I have to do? I, I feel the emotion and then I let it go. Yeah, I think so many people are afraid to feel the emotion because they've been told that it's wrong or that it's not going to, or they're afraid it's going to lead someplace that isn't safe too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it just was like a client, a, re- a client I recently just did a breakthrough work with. Um, she was running a very successful spa mm-hmm. and um, she was a people pleaser. Like she could not handle like letting people go, writing them up. She would make excuses because she'd be so worried about their paycheck. She was putting every single person like behind, you know, in front of her and suffering. And after the breakthrough work that we did, she was like, oh my gosh, I can have conversations. I can hold people accountable. I let this person go. That was like toxic in my environment. Mm -hmm. You know, and I like, I feel good about it, you know? So you know, not that we want to go out around firing people, but <laughs> but sometimes you got to let people go that are not serving your business. Yeah. yeah, you know that's just the nature of business, right? So, so how I like um so you say in your bio and everything around the um like the power and joy and and a lot of like intentional profit, right, and wealth. So how how does your work play into helping your clients make more money and, you know, experience more wealth and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, I've had people that I worked with that after they take my certification program or work with me because of the mindset shift, Mm -hmm. they are like, they're doubling their income, having 50% increases. One of my students, uh, Mary, I had, she has, she used to, she had taken some of my consulting programs before um, she's in the service industry and she did well, she would have, you know, she'd have growth, but then after she took my first certification program, um, the very next month she worked six days, no, 10 days less. Mm. And she went from averaging 6,000 a month to like over 10,000 a month. And like, like just the next month and she attributes it to all mindset work. And then it got another, and then we kept working less, kept making more. She got um, an international educator position that she'd been looking for to have for like a decade. And she was ready to give up on getting that position. And -hmm. then she's like, and then I got the position. So (laughs) now she's developing her own coaching program. So it really, she, and she, I think she bought the, I don't know if the website's called Mindset is Everything. Oh, fun. She yeah. literally attributes her success. Be, it's the mindset. Yeah. Like she yeah. had to let go of limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. And I have other stories like that too. 
Yeah, I feel like innately, some people are just so great at executing strategy and taking action instead of, you know, whereas some other people might be paralyzed by the fear or try to like, um, you know, overthink things before taking any action. And so a lot of times, like, that's what I started to notice in myself, like a while back was that I would follow the strategies and I would do the right things, but like, no matter what strategy I tried, it would still like the launch would fail, even though I'm like, I've been a sales rep for 20 years. So I was like, what in the hell is going on? There's gotta be some sort of like subconscious belief going on here that is running the show. That's like, no, you're not safe to be successful. You know, it was crazy to then, because I took myself through that process, you know, of like, writing it all out and seeing what came up and like what voices are there that are telling me these things that you know and there was a couple of really major ones that came up that made a lot of sense that then you know I had to work through in order to see a different result but as far as your client Mary what were like what were some of the mindset blocks that she had because I'm sure the listeners will probably resonate with that too love hearing that and how did you use the timeline therapy to walk her through that over to the other side? Yeah, it's uh, a lot of the limiting beliefs were like, I can't charge enough. I can't raise my prices. They can't afford it. I'm not good enough. Um, if you hear snorting in, in the background, it's my dog. Uh, <laughs> it's my pot-bellied pig. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, but you know, limiting, just like the limiting yeah. beliefs, like that negative self-talk, like I'm not worth it. They're going to leave me if I raise my prices, um, like things like that, like mm-hmm. the worry, probably the, the fear, letting go of the fear. So with the timeline therapy, it's, you know, letting go of five, those five major negative emotions that I had shared in the beginning, mm-hmm. um, one of them being fear. Mm-hmm. And then, and then supporting her with the timeline therapy and like letting go of the, those other limiting beliefs. Yeah. So when you, I do, when I work with somebody one-on-one, I do a personal detailed history questionnaire where it's, I'm really asking you questions for about two hours. Yeah. Like dig out even unconsciously those limiting beliefs that you may not be seeing. Yeah. Um, Cause 95% of our behaviors are a are running that are unconscious. So we're not even aware of it. Right. So what do you do if somebody doesn't quite remember, like maybe they had a traumatic childhood or whatever, like they've just blocked it out, you know, and you're asking them all of these questions, but they're like, I told you the answers. Don't know what else to tell you, lady. That's a great question because to be honest with you, most of the, so one of the questions I ask in the beginning of timeline therapy, I was like, you know, what is the root cause of this problem when disconnected is going to cause the problem to disappear? Mm -hmm. If you were to know, was it before, during, or after your birth? That's like the go-to question. And I, 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 I already like let my clients know I said, you consciously won't even probably remember the first event, which because yeah. most likely it's either through ze- the ages of zero to seven, which is the imprinting years. That's yeah. when a little unconscious mind is like being programmed. And we're just like, we're, we're sponges. We're just absorbing things, the good and the bad. Right. Yeah. And, or like, so this, you know, this is whatever, I've worked with so many people, even religious, 
You know, I've worked with people that are Christian based that go into a past life. Like it actually, it doesn't really matter. A lot of it's about imagination and yeah. <laughs> you know, quantum physics type stuff. Yeah. But I will, I'll let them know. And I, and I'm like, this is where we're going to start working with your unconscious mind to get in rapport. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm going to ask your unconscious mind yeah, and then they'll say, I don't know, 17 years old. Let's say it's a 40 year old woman. Yeah. Okay. Well, was ask your unconscious mind was 17, the first event, which when disconnected will cause it to disappear. No. Okay. What's the next one? 10. Mm -hmm. All right. Great. What I, all I do is I just guide my client back in there. If the biggest thing is, is that you you stay disassociated from the, the event. Mm-hmm. Like it's, there's no like going back. Like, actually, I don't even want to know what the event was. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I tell my clients, do not talk about the event. You're going to just look at it through your own eyes. The best way to describe it is like, you are like Ebenezer Scrooge, right? Going back in time and watching his past self, right? Yeah. Um. So you're getting like positive learnings mm-hmm. easily enough for us to let it, let it go. So most of the time, and then when I know, so when you say trauma, right? So if someone has a traumatic experience, I'm making sure that they're high above the event, they're floating really far back and they're very disassociated. And I just say, just trust your unconscious mind is going to go to the first event, which you most likely won't remember it. Yeah. And then- they're going back and then they're getting their learnings. And then what happens is as they're coming back on their timeline, it's like, consider like a weed, you pull the weed out yeah. and you leave roots behind, it grows back, but we're working on getting ev- all the roots so that it, like it's disconnected. And then as you're coming back on your timeline, it's starting to pop off. Like, yeah. let's just say it's anger. Anger is starting to pop off on events. Yeah. All the way back to now. And then I have them test and I'd be like, all right, now think about something that you used to be angry about and notice if you can find that emotion or you may find that you cannot. And then they're like, (laughs) (laughs) all right, she's looking around and looking around. I can't find it. I'm like, are you sure? I'm like, go check another event. And they're like, no, it's not. (laughs) Like, they're like, it's gone. And then I'm like, all right, do some future with, then we do some future testing, like go in the future. Cause you can do timeline therapy work with your future. So mm-hmm. you can go into your future and also set goals yeah. into your conscious mind into your future timeline. So your conscious mind is the goal setter. And then your unconscious mind becomes the goal getter. Yeah. Do you know, that is so fascinating to me because like um, when we, on the very last day, so my experience, I always start like three sentences at once and I need to go back and do timeline therapy to find out where that all started, but I'd probably come back with all three memories all at once. And so, (laughs) but okay, when I went and got uh, my NLP certification from Transform Destiny, it's Uh a you've heard of them, but they- um, I think I have, I think I've seen their website. Michael Uh Stevenson- is uh-huh. the owner, and this was back in 2019, February. Yeah. Oh my God. Huh. Three, however many years ago that was, I can't okay. believe it's been that long. Anyway. Um, so I got, so we did all the things too. So the hypnosis, life coaching timeline there, but they call it time techniques. Cause I think it's a issue with, um, oh. you know, like legal, legal issue. The Tad, yeah. The Tad James company, probably. 
because Chad, yeah, well, Chad James was the uh, founder. They trademarked. Yeah, I guess I gotcha. Yeah, I think that's what. So anyway, so we the whole week we were there for eight days. My husband and I both did it together and we did like the 50 hours of pre work prior to going and we were there for eight days straight in Atlanta. And the whole time, the first seven days, when I had to make a picture of something, I just like, it would kind of come in and then, but like on a scale of one to 10, it was like a one where I could make a picture. And then my, we would like debrief on the way home. And I got, by like the fifth day, I was so pissed off because he'd be like, oh yeah, I was doing this and that and that, like everything worked out so perfectly for him. And like, by the end of the training, I was like, motherfucker, like this was my idea. Damn it. <laughs> you mean like when you're, I'm just curious, like, do you mean when you say like, cause some of the techniques is like, when you think about that, do you have a picture? Yeah. You ask you, you're so you're having a challenge visualize like visualizing. visualizing. Oh. Yeah. And like um even the timeline therapy part, like when you're float oh. above the timeline to okay. go see the event, like I would go back in time, but like my conscious brain, I feel like maybe it wasn't down. Like we were all in one big room too. Right. And so, you know, kind of could have been distracting and stuff like that. Uh consider you're more kinesthetic. Oh, I am. That's what I would think. I would think you're a kinesthetic. So I would, I would, by what you're saying to me, if I was working with you, I would say, you know, we would work on more of the kinesthetic side because there are, there are some people that are more kinesthetic Mm -hmm. and you have to go that route versus like the visual side. That's what I would think. So like what you're feeling instead. Okay. Yeah. Cause uh, yeah, I get like, I got little chills when you said that. It's like, hello, confirmation. <laughs> but like, um, it was because he's very, like he's very visual or considers himself. And now ever since, for, over the last four years, I've spent some time like developing psychic gifts and things like that and seeing pictures. It's not as hard as it was before. You know, I've developed that side a little better. But the eighth day, so the day we were leaving, right before we left, we did this um, exercise where it was put a goal into the future. And mm-hmm. it was the first time, the whole time that I could visualize the whole thing. Okay. It was about, and what I visualized was us moving here to St. Pete Beach. And like, I imagined us like standing on the beach at sunset by this big pink hotel that's near us called the Don Cesar and see, and I always check to make sure like my kids are running around, you know, and like everybody's there in the picture and, and like the kind of, and we were celebrating buying a house here and literally that was February. And at the end of June of that year, we bought this house and we were actually standing out the next, I think it was like that day or the next day out at the dawn, like in the exact same spot, but we were kind of like on the other side of the hotel, but it was still at the same light at sunset. And I looked up and the Don Cesar was there and I, everybody was running around. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I love that. That's so cool. That's and amazing. So- it was crazy because like in, in, you know, if you're listening and you don't know about these types of techniques, like in this particular one, you, you think of a goal and you make a picture and you add all of the senses to it to make it really real. And you put it in the future and you slam it down into the timeline. And you see, like I, when I did that, I could see all the little ripples along the way, like lights flashing. And I could hear, like hear people and different cheers and shit like that. Like it was crazy. And I was like, Oh my God, I think I did it. (laughs) 
That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, thank God. It finally worked for me. And then I was so that was such that was so much fun. So I definitely know that technique because that was like that's one that is for the record books. I mean, you can't compare it. So oh, that's so cool. It's a, it's a good technique. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, you know, like as far as um, okay. So when you, <laughs> I just love this whole topic. It's so cool. So I, and we, I can't even start. Why am I starting like five different sentences at once? Maybe I think I need to do some timeline. We can here, talk about all five at once. It's okay. I know I should. I don't <laughs> tempt me because I will. Okay. So I was talking to you earlier though, about the hypnosis that I did. And I do want to go back to this conversation because it's something I feel like needs to be talked about with like so, dispelling some of the thoughts around hypnosis and what it yeah. is, as well as the benefits and how to best use it. Because I know people might be tempted to go find scripts on the internet and use those and, you know, think it's some big, long, complicated thing that involves, you know, a watch going back and forth and, <laughs> and it doesn't like, it's like you or said, like, yeah. Like Oh, I would say that's that. what I mean. Yeah, the pendulum. No, we don't, yeah. we don't, you, we don't use the pendulum for this. No, <laughs> that's no. not what we do. <laughs> exactly. And so, can you talk about a time that, like, hypnosis is just like a time that people wouldn't normally expect that you've used hypnosis to help a client overcome limiting beliefs? And like, how long did that process take? What does it look like? You know, and what would you recommend for people as they're, you know, diving into this side of coaching? Because yeah. it's something that is so accessible, but rarely talked about and very misunderstood. Yes, definitely misunderstood. I mean, I misunderstood. I didn't, I mean, I just didn't know, you know, yeah. and like, I would say even meditation and hypnosis, they're yeah. very, they are. So it's like, let's just even think about trance, trance work. Mm -hmm. People are going in and out of trance all the time. Mm -hmm. You like, think about it. Have you been in your car and you've driven from point A to B? And then before you know it, you're like, wait a minute, how did I get there? Yeah. Or have you ever been listening to the radio and all of a sudden you're like, I can't stand this song. Why am yeah. I listening? Right. It's because yeah. you're in trance or yeah. like you could be in trance with somebody else, like trance rapport. You could be at a restaurant gazing into your significant other's eyes. And then someone starts talking to you guys and you're like, oh, I didn't even know you were there or TV, yeah. television. Yeah. Programming. Yep. Yes. Thank you. Consider television is called television programming for a reason. Just saying mm -hmm. everyone. Yeah. Be mindful of what's going in your unconscious mind. I can give an example of one of the reasons why I have to say that, yeah. but um, trans is super natural and all hypnosis is self hypnosis and your unconscious mind will not do something that is against your values. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so let's just say you, I was like putting you into trance and I was like, and now Cassie, you're going to rob a bank and get a million dollars and you're going to put it in my bank account. <laughs> yeah. That's, you would not do that mm -hmm. unless you were a bank robber, maybe, Yeah, but you wouldn't do that. So 
all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. So you will not do anything that is outside of your moral values. Right. The best ways I love using it though, is to actually reinstall positive learnings. Mm-hmm. It's to reinstall positive learnings. That's, that is my go-to on how to, how to use it with people. Um, I personally fall asleep maybe five nights a week to hypnosis. Yeah audios i love uh i love steve g joe steve g uh jones and Ooh. uh john moyer mm-hmm. they're my favorite right Ooh, now right now I'm gonna write this um one. yeah i love those i love those too um but i i love listening to hip, hypnosis it's just it's just reinstalling beautiful things and help uninstalling the the negative belief systems mm-hmm. right you can use it for so many things i mean i i had one of my students she her and her um son two sons were i can't remember what they were doing some martial arts class but it, they were going for like a very hard level of belt i don't know which one it was but <laughs> she, she, what she did with it was she recorded uh hypnosis audios and then her and her sons were listening to it before they went and did their uh their test and they all passed. Oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah. Was it around um their abilities and having confidence or around Yeah, their- I think it was like their abilities and having confidence. So yeah. um, I mean trance is just and then there, you know, if you, even just a practice, there's there's a there's a um one of the first techniques I teach my students is called the learning state. Yeah. And all you need to do is you need to just stare up four feet in front of you at a dot. And then it's like, you're focusing in on it. And then you're expanding your periphery. So you're seeing like, you're expanding that out. And then you go into light trance and that helps with learning and retaining information. Um, So trance has tons of benefits. Um, However, like I said, my whole thing, we're all free and clear of this, but like, I remember this, I was uh, maybe a year ago, I was on my computer, um, and the television was on. I wasn't really paying attention to it. My boyfriend was watching the news. And all of a sudden I hear out of the corner, like I hear, and everyone is terrified. And I'm like, no wonder why the whole world's like right. scared and crazy. Cause yeah. like, we're all yeah. free and clear of this by the way. So you're hearing that, just reject that. But so just cool. consider be, I just say, be mindful of what is getting programmed into your mind. Yeah. Just you can say things to me, your mind, like unconscious mind, only accept things that are good for me and reject the things that no longer serve me. Yes. That's a good prayer to say at night. <laughs> oh yeah. It is really, it's really good. I teach my students. There's like a script. I teach my students to like yeah. say to themselves or ins- have them install it when they're taking my trainings or um, my clients. Yes. But hypnosis, please. Those movies are fun to watch, but they're not real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, have to do some major, you got to do some major torture to somebody to yeah. like mind control. Like you'd have to deprive them of food, sleep. Like yeah. all, you have to have to, do, it would have to be pretty bad. Yeah. Like that show. Um, well, there was a movie with Miles Teller in it that we saw recently, but they were like giving them certain drugs 
and then making them do certain things like my it was causing their mind control or impulses and stuff like that i forget it was called spider head it was crazy it was a good movie but it was crazy but like and i love miles teller i can't resist but um i always think of the office space like the scene like you ever seen office space it was a movie it was like from the nineties that Jennifer Aniston was in. It. Oh was, yeah. I saw it a while where yeah. she was like working at like a sort of Players. like a place. Yeah. Where she yeah. Was, yeah. I saw it so long ago. Yeah, yeah. 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 Where like the main character goes to hypnosis and ends up like his, like the hip, the guy performing the hypnosis, his therapist or whatever ends uh-huh. up dying of like a heart attack. And so he gets like stuck in trance, even though you can't get stuck in trance. Oh. But then like, he goes from being so paranoid about losing his job to just feeling like, you know, it's all fine. I'm not worried. Like, let them fire me. And then the consultants were like, he's a good person. Like you know, the less he gave a shit, like the more they were like, he's a high value employee. We need to keep him around. <laughs> it's just so funny now to go back and see it I love that movie I've got to rewatch that yeah so and then if somebody is going to record a hypnosis for themselves just in case you guys look into it which I suggest you get trained by a professional like Bridget please like go do the right thing and but if you happen to find something like we were we were taught that it's even more powerful if you record it in your own voice because then it's your voice telling your subconscious mind and it's can you explain a little bit about that just in case this is an avenue that they want to learn about too yeah I'm personally I don't do that yeah Um, I know what I have a really good friend and colleague of mine that um she has she has her master's in NLP timeline therapy and hypnosis and she does it and she actually sent me uh her hypnosis recordings it was pretty cool awesome Um, but uh no I mean yeah I would I mean if that's what that would speaks to you I don't know if I want to hear my own voice that's probably (laughs) yeah I know (laughs) I'm like it's okay but uh I mean yeah I could definitely I could definitely see that happening you know it's like you're you're talking to yourself yeah. So maybe I'm going to have a shift now and be like, hmm, maybe I should. Maybe I should try it. Yeah. And then, you know, and don't worry, like if you fall asleep listening to the hypnoses, because that makes it even more powerful, right? Because you're not That's fighting against it. Okay. I will literally put, uh, I found like John Moyer has one that's like three and a half hours long. Ooh, that's so good. Yeah, it's th- it's three and a half hours long. I have like I have like a YouTube music subscription, so mm-hmm. just Google John Moyer like sleep hypnosis, and I'm sure it'll come up. It's literally like three and a half hours, and um, sometimes I listen to ones with I think it's his wife Raquel Rochelle, I think, and she does one on money, and I'll listen to those. I I just think they're great, but I personally listen to most of them when I'm falling asleep. Yeah. Um, I did get certified in Reiki last weekend, oh, Reiki no. one, two. So actually this morning I was listening to all these Reiki trans, trans. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> in, a hot, in a hot tub, if you believe it. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. How perfect. Yeah. I was like meditating in a hot tub. It was, it was really nice. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I tried doing one of those. I'm turning bright red telling you the story. <laughs> No, it's fine. You're taking yourself back to that time where you felt hot in the hot tub doing Reiki. <laughs> oh 
my God, I love it. So, okay, Bridget, please tell everybody where they can come find you and um, what sort of courses and things that you're offering if they want to explore into becoming certified in NLP or any of the other modalities we talked about. Yeah. Um, thanks for asking. Um, so I have my website is power and joy coaching academy.com. Um, anyone can email me at Bridget B R I G E T T E at Bridget S O B U S.com. Uh, I usually reply back within 24 hours. Uh, but I, I have a cert- certification programs. Um, I certify my first level program. I certify in four different internationally recognized certifications, NLP coach, NLP practitioner, timeline therapy, and hypnosis. Mm-hmm. That is my, so you said that you did an eight day intensive, um, eight day in person. Yeah. And then okay. like 50 hours prior to getting to that. Yeah. So I have, I have like, um, I do a seven day intensive and it's all on, it's all online. Like yeah. courses are online. Oh, cool. They're about, there's like 10 hour days. They're, yes. they're intense, but I have pre-study audios as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's pre-work to do. So I have that first level certification. I have a master's certification with, which is almost two weeks mm-hmm. long I'm launching. I'm not, I'm like starting to tell everyone launching my first ICF certification program. Oh, fun. Now, I'm like all coaching. Like I love coaching. Yay. So I, was like, I just want to certify in all five, five modalities. Right. Um, yeah. It makes and sense. then over time, I don't know, after I took this Reiki course, maybe I'm going to become a Reiki trainer. I'm not sure. There you go. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I have those courses and then, um, I have, I'm doing an international retreat in November in Costa Rica. I do one-on work. I love doing breakthrough work, mm-hmm. um, where I work with people specifically like for an eight hour, either an eight hour intensive where mm-hmm. I'm doing that mindset work with the timeline therapy. I'm doing it within like, let's get this done, like within one to two weeks and like, like four two-hour sessions we're just doing like that deep dive and then I also do um one-on-one with women mm-hmm. um three-day retreats oh, where we're gonna be like one-on-one doing like all that mindset work yeah. it's almost like an identity shift you're still you but you have like an identity shift of really releasing any trauma that's has been lingering on there like it's like pe- really peeling the layers of the onion. Um, it's pretty amazing. So I have retreats with women to do three days intensive. So those are the prime modalities on how I work with people. Ah, I love it. Well, listen, guys, if you are, if you're feeling the pull, go check out Bridget because this work really is super high impact and really transformational. And once you once you do it and you get a feel for it, you'll realize like, oh my God, where's this been my whole life, you know? And I feel like also if you're at all into like the psychic and intuitive side of things, like when I started exploring psychic gifts and, you know, some of like the, like putting, you know, that kind of, um, doing like meditations or abundance activations or multidimensional work too, I started to see an opening Claire gifts and stuff like that. I started to see the parallels between that and NLP. And I was like, wait a minute, hang on a second. Like (laughs) there's 
Yeah, it is. It's so cool. So definitely go check Bridget out. And thank you so much for being a guest. I am so excited for you and for everything that you're doing with your clients too. So thank you so much. All right, guys. Well, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends about it too, since we're new here and go leave a review. And if you leave a review, I might read it on the show and I'm going to be offering a special gift too for you if you leave a review. So just, oh my gosh, sorry, somebody knocked on my door. I think it's my five-year-old and scared the shit out of me. I just jumped out of my pants, but like, <laughs> but um, definitely take a picture and you can send it to me on LinkedIn or on Instagram and I will reply with your special gift. So I'm at Cassie McKenzie on LinkedIn and XO Cassie McKenzie on Instagram. So thanks everybody. And thank you, Bridget. I- mm -hmm. Can't wait to get, see you all on the next episode. Bye. I want you to imagine for a second that you are the type of person who feels completely confident when you're promoting your programs and you know exactly what to say and do and how to say it and how to do it during all of your sales conversations so that you get on the phone with people who are already pre-sold asking, how can we get started without you even having to pitch them? How amazing would that be? Now, this is the type of result that you can expect in the Sales Queen Takeover Mastermind. This is my new mastermind that's starting in March, and this will change the course of your business forever because you will not only attract people who want to buy, but you'll start attracting leaders who want to stay with you a long time and keep working with you. So if you are a coach or consultant or creative, who wants to easily fill out and sell your programs with your ideal fit clients and start hearing way more of a yes and no more getting ghosted, then DM me on LinkedIn or Instagram at Cassie McKenzie on LinkedIn or at XO Cassie McKenzie on Instagram and DM me the word takeover so that we can talk about how this will change the course of your business and I can share some of my secrets around, you know, give you some ideas that you can implement immediately based off of what you're doing currently and what you can be doing in a non-salesy way to make more sales and to really feel proud and feel powerful when you're selling because it becomes more fun, right? It's more fun, easy, and effortless. So DM me on social media to talk about this, or you can book a call by hitting up the, the show notes, the link in the show notes, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. If you loved this episode of I'm Not Salesy, then go ahead and hit subscribe so that you're notified of the next episode. And also leave a five-star rating and a review and if you send it to the link in the show notes, we will send you a present in return. We also love to feature reviews on the podcast as well. So we'd love to feature yours. So go ahead and send a screenshot to the inbox and come find me on social media. I love hearing what you're up to and how you're becoming not salesy too. I'll see you in the next episode.